You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome to Healthy AF, live, large, and in charge, Corey and Dave. Dave, what's going on? Man, nothing too much. It's great to see a smile on your face, Corey. Yeah, you too. (laughs) For those of you who are not watching via YouTube, we have our smiley face masks on. Yeah, trying to keep morale high a little bit, you know? Although sometimes the nice thing is if you get angry, you can turn it upside down. That's true. I think it's a bit more like a sad face. When it's upside down? Yeah. I guess. Depends how the eyebrows move. It's all about the eyebrows. You got to keep the positivity high because... You know, sometimes energy, people bring uh, negative energy into mm, your space. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to kind of lift them up. Or, you know, like fake it till you make it kind of thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what the heck are we talking about? Well, today I want to take a different approach when we talk about fat loss and uh, talk about how we can create fat loss uh, that I would say is more sustainable uh, for the long term. And so a lot of times, you know, people will talk about the caloric equation. I think that is very true. Um, Calories in versus calories out. If you burn more calories than you consume, you're probably setting yourself up for a good trajectory regarding weight loss. However, that's more of a nutrition side approach. And I'll let our nutritionist Lydia talk more about that. I want to look at it from more of a training approach and how do we address fat loss from a training approach. So I think one of the biggest mistakes we do is we think about that caloric equation and so we focus on an incessant amount of cardio because we typically view cardio as the number one weight loss, you know, if we want to lose weight and everything like that. And I think also it's important to distinguish fat loss and weight loss, right? I think. Strength coach Dan John says anybody can lose weight. If you amputate your arm, you lose five pounds. But fat loss and weight loss aren't necessarily synonymous. And so one thing to think about is your resting metabolic rate and what is happening when you're at rest. And that is where building muscle can sometimes be the superior tool of training for when it comes to long-term sustainable fat loss. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, it's it's funny. weight loss right you can cut your arm off you can cut your leg off you can you know go on an all water diet for a couple days like you you can lose weight right but how do you make it sustainable yeah you know or i guess you can get a fresh haircut or something it's true you know get the buzz like i do but i i know one thing i wanted to point out that you mentioned that really stuck out to me is like even with like our our fitness apps or apple watch or heart rate monitors some of the messaging that gets reinforced is um, cardio helps uh, exert more energy or um, burn more calories because a lot of these apps are tracking heart rate, right? And you're able to get your heart rate high when you're doing cardio. And then it's kind of like this rote caloric equation where people then think like, oh yeah, like I did all this extra activity. And a lot of times you don't get as much credit for things like weightlifting that might not register as high of a heart rate. And so I think it's another thing that's kind of reinforced maybe this, um, I don't know how to explain it, but maybe just oversimplified model I think that's what you were alluding oh, yeah. to, of like this caloric equation. Like, it's a little bit more than that. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, like, 
I don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying don't do cardio. I do think that can help with weight loss, but what we neglect is the impact that building muscle and having muscle has on our long-term sustainable success. Right. Um, and so I think that's the key is like, there's so many times where we try to lose weight fast, but we don't stick with it long-term. And so a lot of times I've, you know, through the research and everything, I've been learning that building muscle actually can be an effective tool for that long-term success because the more muscle you have, the more metabolic, the higher your resting metabolic rate will be. So the more calories you're actually burning at rest just to maintain that muscle mass. And then along with that too, the more muscle you have, the more you can get away with eating crap. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a benefit, right? Like I think a lot of times people look at individuals who have a lot of muscle and they think, oh, they must eat really clean. And it's like, oh, maybe. That's yeah. not necessarily true because it's basically – if I like the analogy of um, like a like a campfire, right? I think about that because we've been doing a lot of campfires because there's nothing else to do right now with COVID. <laughs> you got to sit outside around a fire, six feet apart. Blah, Tell me blah, how you really feel. You know what I mean? But like I think about it, it's like you're putting this. Um, uh, if you've got a really hot fire, and let's equate that to a lot of muscle, right? You can. You can throw all sorts of stuff on there, and it just burns up like crazy. Yeah. Versus if you don't have that base of hot coals, um, it, or in other words, you don't have a lot of muscle, it takes a lot more for your body to you know, be able to work that off. Absolutely. And don't get us wrong. The caveat, we're not saying that just because you have a lot of muscle, you can get away with eating like crap. Right. Like you, you, should, you should still try to eat clean. But there is a lot of benefits to building muscle. And I think a lot of times people shy away, and we've talked about this before, from building muscle because they think that it's going to make them look all big and bulky. And I think it really does depend in many ways. There's so, like This is a huge rabbit trail we can go down that we're not going to go down today. But, I mean, it depends on your set and reps that you're using to build muscle. It depends on what kind of muscular fibers you're trying to focus on. Are you going for... You know, to use science words, are you going for metabolic stress? Or are you going for hypertrophy? There's so many different variables at play. But suffice to say, like, if you really want to have some fat loss and you really want to see good fat loss, you really should think about maybe taking somewhat of a bodybuilder approach to your training. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I'll add is, you know, when people lose fat, a lot of times the big complaint I hear is like the flabby skin or something, the skin that's hanging, the loose skin or anything like that. And building muscle will help uh, mitigate. Yeah, that. fill out those spaces, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's like we talked a little bit in the past about like moving heavy weight to get stronger. I think that comes into play here again. You can just train for like overall health and fitness and you can pick up the 20 pound dumbbells and always do the 20 pound dumbbells but like ultimately to gain muscle you're going to need this idea of progressive overload you're going to need to continue to challenge yourself and push yourself in order to put significant muscle on or else you know bringing this full circle you're not going to add muscle therefore you're not even going to get close to getting bulky yeah, you know? and and I think again, like going back to this, like and the thing we're talking about is this isn't going to be something that happens overnight. If you want to lose weight quick, like Corey said, cut off an arm, cut off a leg, starve yourself. But I mean, that's essentially what's happening, right? Don't actually do that, please. <laughs> but but if you actually want sustainable long term comp- like body composition goals and sustainable weight loss, 
you really owe it to yourself to think about how can you incorporate strategies that are going to build strength and build muscle rather than just merely focus on burning calories. Yeah, it's like if I knew I had a, a wedding in two days, then maybe I really just focus on like doing a lot of cardio and losing some water weight and some carbs and salt and fat or whatever else. You know what I mean? But like... If my goal is long-term sustainable weight loss, which I think that would be most people's goal who wants to who want to lose weight, right? Sustainable. We have to have this layer, uh, this element of building muscle. Mm-hmm. You just you can't get around it. There's nothing that's going to be more efficient than creating a better base of muscle, thus increasing metabolic rate. Absolutely. And because it's going to take a little bit longer, you're also getting the double whammy of improving your behavior. I love it. Now, my only other thing that I'll add in, which I I think you would agree on, Dave, is try to find creative ways to increase overall activity. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Because that's like a great way that I think we also... I think we neglect it a lot, right? Like we will work out for 30 minutes, but then we'll lay on the couch the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, like find creative ways to keep moving because those little things help add up a lot and contribute to, again, that's kind of the other end of the spectrum, that caloric deficit. You're not necessarily building your metabolism per se via gaining muscle, but it is a, it's a helpful component. Oh, for sure. I, that's definitely, I think, Hopefully, it should go without saying, but it's good to point out is physical activity is another huge component to fat loss, not necessarily weight loss. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so hopefully that's helpful for you guys. Think about ways that you can continue to incorporate uh, weight training, resistance training. If you need help, you know where to find us. Reach out. Uh, We're always here. And until next time, stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.